it's been a little over two months. The last time we recorded is May 2nd. So we are recording tonight. Back on the air. The battery is 99%. It's been a lo- over a month without Aaron Judge. Sucks to suck, but it is what it is. It's about to go to the bottom of the second of the All-Star game. Garrett Cole had some beautiful help from Randy Arena and Adoles Garcia making good plays in the outfield. Zach Gallen had a good first, gave up one hit, but then, you know, Randy Rosavania thought he should steal. And because he forgot there's all-stars at every position, he got out. And then Nathan Ivaldi pitched a second inning for the AL, gave up a couple of hits, but AL got out of the inning. So 0-0. Yankees are where they are. Eight back in the East. Right now, playoffs are tomorrow. They don't make the playoffs. And I kind of want this because a season I'm not making the playoffs, first of all, breaks the streak. The first time in, in a while, I think 2013, it's been a while. Um, James can look that up for verification purposes. Um, so I think that's what the Yankees need. Uh, firing the hitting coach, the fans will like it, but it's a nothing burger. But Sean Casey is the right name. If people don't know Sean Casey, then you may not know much baseball. But he is the mayor of Cincinnati. It's on his Twitter. The mayor is open. He is a great hitter from listening to all of baseball. I didn't know the stat, but I know who Sean Casey is. He, he, he has a career average or or, or on base of 310. It's, it's one of the two. I, I heard it this morning watching uh, highlights. And MLB, what the fuck, man? Every year in life, the celebrity softball game has always been at the home derby. And you change it to a Saturday, and it's not known. You don't, you don't, if, if you're going to change something, you don't promote it. Now, I saw it today. Thankfully, to MLB Network for having it on at 1 o'clock, an hour before the red carpet show. And, and it was a pretty good one. A lot, a lot of home runs. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. son Trey played. He uh, didn't take a baseball but to take a football. Didn't play in the NFL, but he played football. Um, so a lot of talk about All Star Game, All Star Week. Vladdy won the Home Run Derby. He won Best Stretch from the Red Carpet Show by Ron- by Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't know about that one. Uh, but yeah, what do you got, kid? Uh, first things first, um, Vlad Jr. winning the Home Run Derby um, was pretty cool. Um, it's kind of cool that him and, and his dad won it, so I kind of like that. I'm kind of rooting for the Yankees to not make the playoffs because, by the way, I mean, it's been, um, oh, a home run by Yandy Diaz. So, the Amer- so what a home run for, for the American League. So, I'm kind of rooting for the Yankees to miss the playoffs for this reason only. Last time the Yankees missed the playoffs was 2016. And after that, they had a stretch from 2009 until 2013 when they missed the playoffs. So I kind of want the Yankees to miss the playoffs for this reason only. They missed the playoffs, and then Howell gets mad enough to know that, hey, we 
gave me an extension. Why aren't the Yankees winning? We haven't won the World Series since 09. So hopefully it brings some major change. Because you know what will happen? If the Yankees make the playoffs, then it's status quo. You know, same thing. You know, okay, we made the playoffs. It was a crap shoot. And then they're going to use the judge injury as an excuse. Um, now, here's the thing, though. And I'm going to throw it back to you, Nick. If the Yankees miss the playoffs, could then Cashman tell how, listen, if we had Judge in the playoffs, we would have made the playoffs. If we had Judge in the lineup, we would have made the playoffs all year, and we didn't because Judge was injured on Because that's also a possibility. Maybe. I mean, that... Maybe. But... People should go by what is. And if this is something people really, really want to think of, then that makes the Yankees a sad organization. That one guy has that much power. And that also means, as good as he is, Garrett Cole really isn't that valuable. Because he's playing... And he couldn't make a difference. Um, it's kind of hard to when you when you play thirty times a year, so sure. But uh, the Yankees gotta win his starts. His next five starts, if they go by math calculations, four of them are very hard. They may lose because offense may not score enough, and he may give up the home run. Um, he's done better this year than in the past, but he still may. And, you know, because he's not perfect. Uh, and that's not trying to hype up Domingo Herman Because, yes, he did have a perfect game. The 24th, I think, in Major League Baseball history. But he's You're correct, it's 24th. You're correct. Thanks, you. Um, he's a bad guy. Some people can separate who they are and what sports player they are. People shouldn't. Bad, bad people's bad people. And I'm saying bad people because there's not just male professional sports. So you got to do it for everybody. Bad people just bad people. And Domingo Herman, he's bad people. So he should have gave up a hit. He should have walked the guy. He should have cheated. I wish it would have been found out that as soon as that last out happened, he had something dripping from his hand. I wish that would have happened because it would have made the whole thing for Gazy. And also, it, it still could be because he cheated last month. So if you could cheat the first time, why wouldn't you cheat the second time? But it, it doesn't really matter about that. But Yankees just have to do better. Winning series is good. But the way, the way they played against Cubs, crap. And... If you can't be 100% all the time, stop playing. And yes, I'm, I'm talking about you, number 25, Gleyber Torres. You and your stupid infilling. One, one of the writers on Twitter, it might have been Kirshner, it might have been the other one, I'm not sure. Oh, Hulk, 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 I think it was. Nine costly errors to cost any games here. Nine. So, Gleyber, and nine, nine times... For people who are, you know, Ferris Bueller's lovers, you'll, you'll get that. That's, that's nine games that you cost the Yankees. So 
So, those nine, guess what? Yankees are in first place. Yankees have a wild card spot. So, Gleyber Torres. If you're, if you're going to make a bunch of errors, right? I'm cool with you making 20 errors in a season. But then, hit over 260. Have over, have over 20 homers. Have over 80, 80 RBIs. You can do that and make a lot of errors. If you don't hit, you can't do that. Yeah, I mean, if you're Glaber Torres and you have nine errors, which, by the way, Glaber Torres has the most errors among among second basemen in baseball. I just hope you like to know that. That's actually Jeez. not a good stat to have. Um, if you're making about 20 to 23 errors a, you know, a season, I better see at least 38 home runs and a 280 batting average, and I, and I can live with those errors. But if you're not giving me that, then what are you? I do like Volpe. He's starting to turn around, which is good. Um, Rizzo was hitting before the neck injury, and now he's, you know, slowly trying to come back. Stan has, has been lost, except, you know, he did have a couple of two home runs on Saturday, which is cool. Um, Donaldson is cooked. LeMayu is cooked. Um, another bad guy that is, you've got to mention, Jimmy Cordero, another bad guy who's out for the, who's out for the rest of the year, who got suspended for domestic violence abuse. So we, so the Yankees employed two bad guys. Now, technically three if you want to count Chapman, but Chapman did a bad guy thing when he was with the Reds. Still a bad guy, but the Yankees employed technically three bad guys. Two of them happened on the Yankees' watch. So bad guy is bad guy. Yes, Herman got the perfect game. Yes, at least I could literally compartmentalize between a player and the bad guy, but bad guy is still a bad guy. At the end of the day, he is a bad guy. And a part of me kind of wish that he didn't throw a perfect game, because of all the people that throw a perfect game, it happened to be a bad guy. And I was shocked. I, I, I couldn't believe that out of all the people that throw a perfect game, it wasn't Cole, it wasn't Nestor, it wasn't even Clark Smith, it happened to be Domingo Herman. So, wild. And Sonny Gray is now on the mound for the AL. Speaking of bad guys, because he was a bad guy for the Yankee. And a lot of people are, you know, feeling bad for uh, Joey Gallo. Because he's playing good in, you know, because he's playing good in Minnesota. People got to stop feeling bad for Gallo. And... You know, he's just a bad guy. He sucked. He sucked as a Yankee. You know, and that, and that's just it. He has to he has to do better. You know, so if you're gonna suck as a player, then guess what? You know, you will uh, get booed. Now you, some people say maybe you don't curse, but I'm down with the cursing. If you don't want to be booed or sucked or curse at, don't suck. It's very very simple. I think the biggest problem that people take is that when Yankee fans boo, it's because of the fact that oh my god, why are you so mean? Like it's simple in New York sports. If you're good, you'll get cheered. If you stink, you'll get booed. It's as simple as that. I mean, look what happened to Aaron Hicks. He got mercifully booed. He got released. He signed with the Orioles. He hit a home run against the Yankees. He's actually playing well for Baltimore. 
Um, he's, his brother took the high road saying he appreciate the eight years playing in New York. Um, but one of is that this is how you do in New York. If you do well, you will get cheered. And when you win here, you'll get praised high. When you lose, well, you're going to get booed. So now we're about to enter the second half of the season. So the Yankees got Colorado, they got the Angels, they got the Royals, they got the Mets, and they got Baltimore. How do you think the Yankees will do in July? You got to score first, and or you got to throw a zero to score first. And I don't know if the Yankees can do that. Um, Carlos Rodon had a very good first start. I'll take him for his first start. But again, Yankees didn't score for that. They lost through nothing. He gave up a home run. You know? Um, so it's going to take time. You got to get Nestor back. And the problem I have with Nestor, if we have a playoff run, I don't want him making a start. Because he can't go past five. Sometimes he'll, he'll go into the sixth, right? Five and a third, five and two thirds. So, I'd rather him as a bridge guy, you know, two, three, two, three, four innings out of the pen, have him just gas out and do the stupid lake stuff, you know? So, Yankees got to trade, man. And if you're not going to make important trades, then it doesn't matter. So, and listen, if you have to mortgage your future a little bit to get a good piece... And I'm all, I'm all for Nolan Arenado. I hope Nolan Arenado comes to the Yankees. That's a pipe dream. He ain't coming to the Yankees. He, he ain't coming to the Yankees. Um, you only for the Yankees to guess Nolan Arenado. The Yankees, the Cardinals have to eat, have that contract. So they, he ain't coming. So yeah, he ain't he ain't coming. Secondly, more importantly, um, as far as as far as the Yankees are concerned, I agree. They they gotta score first. The Yankees have a problem scoring first. It seems like do you realize that when the Yankees score first, they have a record of like I believe twenty three and ten when they score first. When they don't score first, they're like under five hundred. You believe that? Really? So yeah. Yeah, the Yankees are like 23-10, and 10, I believe, something like that, when they score first. They are under 500 when they don't score. So that should tell you how important the Yankees is to score first. Good for Rodon. Um, glad that he made a start. Now, here's the big thing. I think you and I are in agreement. Seve should not be back after this season. He's done. But in the meanwhile, while Seve is here, what do you do with him? Bullpen. And Yankees will keep him in the starting because this world is soft and they're afraid to mess up his fragile ego. What will it happen if they put him in the bullpen? But put him in the bullpen. He could throw gas 96 to 99 out of the pen. His gas hasn't been that great out of the starting rotation. He's not giving the chance for the Yankees. He gets on the mound and Yankees lose the game. It's, it's not... You can't win when you're coming to the box down three or four nothing. You, you can't win. There's there's a defeated mentality there. 
It's like you know, like like, and and even 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 if we do tech on three four runs, it's four three. We come back to the box. It's eight three. So even if we even if we score ten runs, Yankees up ten ten eight. Now Sevy brings them back, thirteen eight, thirteen ten whatever. So Sevy's cooked, and people want to fall hyped. Oh, he did good before the contract. Yes, but guess what? No one cares about that. Two and a half years out of the four, he's been on the shelf, and this year he sucked. He had a couple of good starts, and that's what the Sevy lovers will have on. That's the problem I hate with people, with fans, especially Yankee Twitter. If you love the player, you love the player. They can't talk shit. And some will say, if you hate the player, you hate the player, you can't hype them up. And maybe that's true. But Sevy has factually shown enough edi- enough evidence where who gives a fuck about before his big payday. That Sevy's dead and gone, apparently. Yeah, that Sevy, that Severino is pretty much done. He ain't the same pitcher. I think we can see. I mean, yeah, the first start against the Reds, he pitched pretty good. And I think he had another start that he pitched decently. I think the Ranger, I think the Ranger game that he pitched was actually a decent start. But after that, he, he, he's been, he's been terrible. Like, he's not been, he's not been good. So, I think Sevy, I, I agree with you. I think when Nesta comes back, you've got to put Sevy in the bullpen because everybody else has pitched much better than him. Um, that's what you do now. Assuming the Yankees make the playoffs, do you add Sevy to the roster or no? See how he does in his bullpen role. Doing right? Or, or open role. One or two innings, right? If you don't want to put him in the bullpen, one one or two innings, and, and, and every time someone gets on second base, start someone up in the pen, right? And, and Sevy has to think long roll. He has to try to get some of his value. Because right now, he's valueless. He's worth nothing. He's he's not worth any single per thing a team will give him. He's not even worth the league minimum. Speaking of value, speaking of Otani, you kind of like segue into this about like value. Everyone knows that the Angels are not good. Um, assuming that the Angels likely will be not making the playoffs, the question of should you or should you not trade Otani? I know the Angels say that they won't, they won't. Now, I'm going to put you in this spot. Sure. If you were the Angels, what do you do with Shoei Otani? Your team is clearly not making the playoffs. You're you're going nowhere. Otani kind of iterates that he kind of wants to be on, on a team that can make the playoffs. So if you're running the Angels, come trade deadline, it's if you can't work out an extension, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Well, if I'm any team that's trading for him before anything's official, right? Teams can ask for two or three days to discuss a contract talk. I have to get a guaranteed contract right after trade. Whether it's for lower than he should get when he's a free agent, or higher than he should get for a free agent, or five hundred million, whatever. As, as soon as the trade's official, breaking news a day later, he's he signs on the dotted line, and he's in the place for for his now time and in the next ten or 12, 13 years. That's what I need. Um. Also, 
I'm also going to need to know how much more years is he going to do both. Um, he's almost approaching his 30s. I'm pretty sure by 32 through 34, he's going to have to decide. It's going to do better for him long term to be a hitter. But the first three to four years of this deal, plus now, you milk him as a two-way player, right? You pay him high value for that the first couple years, and then lower value because then he'll be one player. So the first couple years of the contract, two-way player, he should get a lot of money per year. Double the player. Then, once he's only one, he should get a little less. And sure, let's say he plays a whole contract two-way player just to be that guy. He's going to suck. He's, he's not going to be as good as a bat. He's not going to be as good as a pitcher. Because he's going to get older. So he needs more time to prepare. And that's going to take less off of a hitter. And when he tries to focus on his hitting, it's going to take less off of a pitcher. So that's, that's what I need. I need to know that he's not just a rental. Because even just a rental, if you get a year and a half, this, this postseason and next postseason, still not worth it. Now... Which team, in your opinion, or teams, should trade for him? And where do you think he'll likely end up? I mean, simple. If you're, if you're first in a playoff spot, or if you have a wild card spot, you should go for him. If you're within two games of making a wild card, go for him. Um, that, that's going to add value. If you're a team like the Cardinals, sell. Get rid of the Goldschmidt Arenado contracts if you can and build. It sucks as a fan base, right? I was really excited for that back-to-back combination when they got Arenado and they got Paul Goldschmidt, you know? Um... But maybe teams that we thought would never be buyers in life, maybe they buy. Teams like the Pirates, right? Maybe the Rangers buy to keep doing good, right? To, to put away the Astros. And I also don't count out on the Astros either. They're going to get some of these guys back, man. Altuve and Abreu and uh, Alvarez. Al- Alvarez haven't played that much together this year. So... They're, they're going to get back. So, people are saying the Astros are done. They're buried. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Um, yeah. I would never count out a team that has championship pedigree like the Houston Astros. So, do not count them out. Um, I wouldn't count them out. If you're the Cardinals, I agree. So, um, it's going to come down to money, of course. Now, let's just say Otani hits the, um, the offseason. Right, angels can't find the trade partner. They're gonna lose for nothing. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna list three. I'm gonna list four teams, and you're gonna tell me rank them as likely to least likely. Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, Red Sox. Uh, Yankees last spot. Okay. Red Sox three. Mhm. What was the other two? Dodgers and Mets. Mets two, Dodgers one. 
I agree with the first two. I'm just going to flip the Yankees and Red Sox. But I do agree with the first two. I think he wants to stay on the West Coast. Um, I think he, he enjoys the West Coast, but I think he's going to play for the Dodgers. The Dodgers lowered their payroll just to have a chance to sign Otani. The Mets, only because Steve Cohen has more money than half of the league. Um, the Yankees and Red Sox least likely because, you know, since Hal gave Judge that big contract, I don't see it. Um, we also, don't forget, we got football coming back pretty, pretty soon. I'm sure you're excited. I'm excited. Of course. Um, we got, you know, we get to see what's happening. We get to see who's who's going to make dues. And now, I'm going to say this. I'll make a hot take. I hope the Jets fans are listening. The New York Jets, reportedly, not only will they not make the playoffs, they're going to have six wins this year. I would love that. Also, Otani will be a free agent after this year, so it's only a rental. And also, what I love to hear from watching the Michael K show today, it probably makes James sad and cry, but who cares about this? Saquon Barkley might pull a Le'Veon Bell. I love it. I hope he does it. I hope it hurts him. I hope the Giants are going to cry. And one of the listeners was saying, you know, the Giants should trade Saquon Barkley to the Buffalo Bills for Stephon Diggs. Because Don was saying, with Dable, they want to throw the ball more. And Giants got some good wide receivers. If you're the Bills, would you do that? Because Stephon Diggs was very unhappy with last year's playoffs throws. If you're the Giants, you do it. If you're the Bills, you don't. The reason being is if you're the Giants, you absolutely do it, and you'll figure out the running back situation as you go. If you're the Bills, you don't because you don't really have another number one receiver. Because, well, you're going to have, what, Dave Davis and I don't know who else they have off the top of my head. But if I'm the Bills, I wouldn't do it. Despite the relationship issues, I would try to make it work. Um, If you're the Giants, you absolutely do do it because then now you'll have a number one legit number one receiver in Diggs, which means now you'll have Diggs, you'll have Waller, you'll have returning Sterling Shepard. You know, you just got this kid Jalen Hyatt who's supposed to have high praise. You got Darius Slayton. Um, You'll you'll have some nice weapons on the Giants. Now, the biggest thing is the Giants are not going to compete because they're not better than the Eagles, they're not better than the Cowboys, they're not better than the 49ers. So that's three teams that are not better than um, so I don't know how much better Diggs makes the Giants, but it does hurt the Bills a lot. I will say that. Um, as far as Barkley, I do think they'll eventually come to an agreement. I think Barkley and the Giants will will hammer out the deal. If not, then he'll just play on the franchise tag, and that's that. And I think the Giants will have... Why would he I play on the franchise that, tag? He wants a contract. This is his little not, window. To get that contract. I'm going to speak as a businessman. By the way, happy birthday, Joe Shane. I'm going to speak for Joe Shane. It doesn't do good business to pay a running back that much money, i.e. Ezekiel Elliott. I will, I and it's no good business for Saquon Barkley to risk his body and run under not a guaranteed contract. For those who've seen the movie Moneyball, okay, I, the manager of the A's said, 
a one-year contract means as much to the manager as it does to the player. There's not a lot of good faith there. So, that's the same thing for not a long-term contract. You are not paying a running back that much money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's not Christian McCaffrey. I'm sorry. Christian McCaffrey, at least he can do more. McCaffrey can not only run, he can catch. He can do. He can catch better than Barkley. He can block better than Barkley. But Christian McCaffrey can do more things than Barkley can. And in the second half of the season, Barkley slowed down. So, I'm sorry. I, I love Saquon Barkley, but I'm speaking as a businessman. You are not paying a running back that much money. And if you take, if you sell the year, then ask Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell said in a recent interview that sitting out a year was the worst thing he did because it ruined his career. So, if Barkley wants to sit out a year and ruin his career, that's on him. But I doubt he'll do it. That's not the type of person he is. So, he's either going to play on the franchise tag or, you know, or he's not playing at all. And take home Barkley. You should not risk your body. You need that big payday, my guy, because I'm not sure what else you can do besides football. I don't think you'll make a good analyst, right? Maybe you could be a stripper for the ladies. I don't know. But you should not play under that franchise tag. That's the Giants saying, we don't value enough to give you security. You need security, Saquon. You need security. And not just because without you, the Giants will suck, and I firmly believe that. But you need security. This is your ticket. Right now, you have a thirty-plus million dollar ticket coming your way, sir. So if you do not get a contract, I don't care if it ruins your life. I don't care if it's bad. You do not step on the gridiron without that security blanket of a long-term deal. You wait for that five-six-year deal for twenty-plus million. You wait. As the National League now ties it up with Seattle Mariner, George Kirby, on the hill. My man, Larissa Rise, man. The hit machine just keeps hitting. Quickly, since we didn't cover this, big shout-out. Congratulations, Denver Nuggets, winning your first NBA championship. Uh, No one cares about that. Congratulations to the Vegas Vegas Golden Knights, your first Stanley. That's what we care about. We care about the Las Vegas Golden Knights kicking hockey's ass. That's what we care about. And what we do care about is the Spurs are done with Vicar Wembyana. Wemby. He's not playing any more summer league. They are done. And Vegas Vegas doesn't have them winning winning over 19 games. Peter Rosenberg is saying with Pop and Wemby, they'll win 30. What do you think? I think they'll win maybe 30. Ooh, what a catch by Garcia. I think I think the Spurs are going to win 37 games. I trust Pop. I, I got I got high praise Wemby. I think Wemby is going to get a double-double. He's going to average 22 points, get 13 boards, and get maybe uh, two blocks a game. And while we're talking on basketball, because we love to trust James teams out here, the New York Knickerbockers, their star, their point god, Jalen Brunson, went to Twitter the, the other day saying, talk to me, I'm bored. And one of his tweets, he was like, don't talk to me, don't talk to me about Josh and some other player. They are my coworkers, that's it. 
So how's that going to work around the locker room, man? How is how is people supposed to give the rock to Jalen? And how is Jalen supposed to give the rock to other people with stuff like that? Because as we all saw, people blame the controversy of Poole and Draymond of why the Warriors struggled in the playoffs. So I hope, Jalen Brunson, you hate these players, Jalen. You don't invite them to your house for milk and cookies. You, you don't take them to the park to play baseball. You don't hang with them. You you make them feel like crap. They make them they make you feel like crap, and you play basketball with them, and you and you do bad. Let's go, Jalen Brunson. We're here for this. He's joking. Josh Hart bunk coach with him and said that's why you just faced me the other day, man. I don't believe. Oh, so Josh Hart's basically calling him a lying bitch. Jalen, are you gonna let Josh Hart call you a bitch? He basically said. Guys, don't believe him talking this shit. He's at my house right now, chilling, watching TV. That's basically what's going on. So, Jalen, Josh Hart's calling you a liar, my guy, and a pussy. Are you Are you going to take that? By the way, they signed up Dante DiVincenzo. Obi Toppin got traded from from the Knicks to the Indiana Pacers for scrubs. Basically, Michael blasts that pick. He's like, how are you going to get an eighth pick and not even get nothing for them? Now... Steve Vincenzo has a higher three-point percentage than Steph Curry. I didn't even know that. That's pretty impressive. 39. 39%, by the way. So he's going to help them. But the most important part that matters, as it's 1-1 going to the bottom fourth, there's going to be another year of James thinking the Knicks are going to win the NBA Finals. And guess what? Wow. They're not going to win the NBA Finals now. Wow. They're not going to win it next year. They're not going to win it the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that. So, Jalen Bronson, you may do good, my guy, but guess what? No ringies. With friends like him, you don't even need enemies. That, that's, <laughs> that's, but that's who will win a ring in this next th- two years? The only New York sports team. That's right. The Liberty, baby. Michael K., you better get on the boat now. Like you said, if you don't get on the boat now, you cannot get on later. You cannot. Michael K. always says, we're not going to count the Liberty as the next New York team winning a sports championship. Guess what? That's the only New York team that has a chance to win the next championship. All right? So you better show the Liberty some respect, Michael K. Show. You better... Liberty right now, top three in the WNBA seedings. Um, the, um, the Vegas Aces are the best team in the WNBA. So there's a chance that... The and, and you want to know why that happens? They signed Brianna Stewart. Yep. She is um, the reason. As good as the other person is, and Sabrina, Sabrina is... Sabrina Sabrina and um, Courtney Vanderson. There you go. Yep. As good as those two are, Brianna Stewart is the reason this is all happening. Don't let anyone tell you differently. If they do, maybe, maybe they don't know basketball. I mean, Brianna Stewart chose to sign with the Liberty. She's actually from the area. She's from she's from the city. Um, Stu, Stu Bird recommended her going there. So Liberty do have the best chance. I mean, listen, we don't want to be sexist out here. Gotta give the Liberty some love. Also, don't forget Women's World Cup coming up soon. USA going to be competing. So Alex Morgan. USA Women. Alex, they have a chance to win another um, Women's World Cup. So show some love to the ladies out here. 
men going for their gold cup. Um, Alright, no one cares about the USA men's. They 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 wow. can't win a championship if it was handed for free. But here's the most wow. important thing we took from this podcast episode. James has the Giants and Knicks. He got nothing, guys. Sorry. <laughs>